0: Welcome to another episode of Not For Nothing. I am one of your co-hosts, Natasha.
1: And I am your other co-host, Sarah. Today, we're going to be discussing a whole bunch of things, especially as we move into this recession, and it gets worse every single day. It only gets worse. It only gets worse. So we're bringing back, well, not that we ever left. I think the whole idea here is that Natasha and I, We're very scrappy people. Yeah. We started our company as being extremely scrappy with zero assets really. And just began doing what we wanted to do. And it was very hard to jump into cannabis and like, I don't know what year you started, but it was 2016 for me.
0: Yeah. And like
1: in New York, there was nothing going on really. Like it was the same old legacy market stuff that was happening. You could access your products from certain people. um, But in terms of like an industry that was like active and working with legal parameters, it was hard. So we started up a lot of our business with the barter economy. It's, it was a lifestyle. Bartering is king. No financial exchange. I love that. And I feel like it's definitely having a resurgence now. It is. Especially
0: as people have uh, no cash monies. Um, having services or connections or ideas honestly most of the time it's not even about having any of those things it's mostly about having the like willpower
1: it is the willpower for sure
0: everybody's always like oh my god how did you get involved with this how did you get involved with that and it's really just about like being there and saying i'm down to help you i feel like that's willingness
1: of flexibility too it's like everything has to be super flexible like
0: We were talking about it this morning about this event that I helped throw like five or six years ago. And it was really like none of us knew what we were doing. I was like, all right, let's figure out how to do a live stream telethon. I have no idea how it's done, but I'm sure there's a Reddit thread that will explain it. We pitched it around. And like if you're down to clown.
1: Yeah, usually you could make something shake. You can make something shake. Totally. I used to do like. Freelance PR services and like social media stuff to like get my hair dyed from like certain hair people and like You know i've bartered certain services with folks all the time. It's just the best There's no better way to do it
0: And it's becoming a necessity and I think that for a while I mean this is like also why I didn't have like a credit card for a long time because Mm -hmm. I feel like in weed it was all about barter and cash transactions yeah um collaboration took you really far honestly yeah exactly um but now it got like flooded with venture capitalists and big money and big brands and celebrities and everybody got kind of comfortable with accepting cash which is nice because it pays the bills
1: it definitely does it, it
0: was nice to live that life a little bit where i was like wow i could be like a totally normal human being that like has a credit card gets a lease has an apartment but when it hits the fan, you got to go back to barter economy. A hundred
1: percent. And yeah, I just think it's it's time we revisit all the opportunities with barter economy. Like my friends also, <clears throat> notoriously, I don't drive. Yeah, So I have some friends that are like, I'll take you to the grocery store this week and we'll get everything together and they'll take me to the grocery store where I can save money and like, um just not get groceries delivered or have to like carry them into my house from like far away. And that saves me time and money. And in exchange, I'll make them dinner. Exactly. You know? So it's like, you know, we're all getting,
0: you'll have more money to buy gas weed that you'll roll up for them.
1: And my, exactly, exactly that. And I always smoke my friends up for favors too.
0: Helping your friends win. And that's like the biggest part of the barter economy. And I think that's where people will start to disappear from the cannabis industry is that, you just, like, need to be in this mentality that one person winning is everybody winning. Yep. That's
1: totally... Because that's having that.
0: having one person that's a good person at the top or in a situation of big conversation and decision-making mm-hmm. is having a voice for everybody. I agree completely. And we all got focused on being, like, the best and the most successful and the most viral and all this bullshit. And it's so much more... First of all, productive. I agree. To be more in a commune barter economy vibe.
1: And I also think we need to normalize like during these tough financial times, when you want to meet up with friends, it's like you don't always have the money to do something and you don't necessarily want to host in your home. Yeah. So I think a good alternative to that is being productive together whether yes. that's co-working and like you can more find the time to like hang out with your friends as you both are working on whatever you're working on. And another way I like to do that is by running errands with my friends. I loved it. So, that. we both need to do laundry, okay? Like let's do it at the same laundromat. We'll meet up over there, you know. It just makes things so much more tolerable. It also like Will really help you get out of a depression, I feel. Agreed. Yeah, you feel better when the things around you are done. You're like accomplishing all the things you need to be a productive human and you're saving money in one way or another.
0: But I do think at one point, the people who can't adjust to this new economic model mm-hmm. will fail.
1: I agree. Because if agree. you keep
0: chasing the contract with the dollar amounts, no one has it. Like, I'm sorry yeah. to break the news to you. Yeah the people who do have the cash right now are not people you want to work with a hundred percent. And I'm not, are the I'm predatory... not talking like five to one K contracts, 500. No, no, to, no, 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 I'm no. talking like you're hoping to get your salary like covered.
1: Yeah. You want like multiple thousands a month yeah. for like,
0: whatever. like obviously some brands have like a little bit of cash on hand, but like,
1: and it depends what your are ta- what services you're talking about, yeah. you know, cause it could be critical to the brand versus 100%. like something that's, you know community support or something you know but um no matter what it is like consider bartering in your own favor you know especially if you're a person chatting with a brand and you want to make bartering a part of it maybe barter percentages or barter like you know performance markers and there's certain ways that you can make this work out for you as well barter product that you might be able to help people in your community with um There's ways to make it happen.
0: Yeah. And like bring back the barter. I recently tried to barter my way into a comedy show. How did that go? It did not go well. All right. So what happened? I had two tickets and we were three people, people tough. But I was like, it's one table, you know? you're already gonna be seating us just add another chair it was like
1: a drink minimum type situation yeah and so i was like
0: whatever you know it's not a big deal and then i was like but i have weed let me you know let me who the door guy yeah let me hook you up like let's barter this is the assets i currently have on hand what are the assets you currently have on hand you have tickets i have weed. you have access to this door talk to me i have weed talk to me let's hear it how did that go The guy was down. He was down to clown. And I was like, you're a barter economy adopter. Um, And then some other dude, out of nowhere, in the corner, not minding his goddamn business, um, says, oh, you're going to let them in because they offered to suck your dick? Okay. Okay. And I'm like, you clearly, my friend, are not welcome into the barter economy
1: community. I would probably say a monologue to this man that would last upwards of 15 to 20 minutes.
0: You should have seen. And when I say
1: monologue, I mean this monologue would be screamed.
0: We were. It was like if you had put dangling fresh meat in front of three hungry lions, we were ready to fucking shred this guy apart. Oh my you god. You could see the fire like bubbling within us and then I would be we like walked away and smoked weed and said. Open up the pit <laughs> <laughs> Um That would be it. In the end we did get in because I almost <coughs> cried in the parking lot and no one wants to see a girl cry, so
1: And that is pretty privileged.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, you look it's
1: good crying. <laughs> it was
0: it was manipulative. <laughs> Psycho behavior. I stared at him in the eyes. I like locked eyes with him and I was like, I'm gonna have a hysterical breakdown in this parking lot in front of everybody. Like he was like, you can take a seat.
1: <laughs> Walk right in.
0: I did give them weed in the end and we did get the ticket. So barter economy works. Okay, also, so awesome. does crying.
1: Good to know. What's the last thing that you think your pretty privilege got you? I know people are going to be so in the comments are going to be like pretty privileged. YouTube is going to eat our asses yeah, up. like
0: I don't I wouldn't say I'm like pretty. I would say I have that like lost daughter vibe where it's like she could be my granddaughter. Let me help her out. Like I see old people always talk to me in the street um, mm-hmm. and in my building. What did I get
1: recently? I don't know. No one gives me shit. Yeah, no one gives me shit either. It's not good. Maybe we don't have pretty privilege. Yeah, Maybe I, that's like the reckoning.
0: I really don't think I have pretty privilege.
1: Damn. I definitely don't. So that was <laughs> that was a question for you. I did get a gift <laughs> bag at the dispo, but Wait, I don't think that true. was because I was pretty. I think that I think was it's more like I dropped
0: a lot of cash there.
1: I think it's you bring a lot of business here. Gift bag slash. Work obviously heads Like it's not like I mean, we go I would, there
0: You know what no I would like to think it's cause I was pretty
1: It's both <laughs> Both Get you a girl who could do both <laughs> Yeah <coughs> Okay So how often <coughs> Would you say that it is appropriate To clean your pillowcases
0: It needs to be done weekly
1: Oh Oh that's like a lot. I would say that the standard has become biweekly.
0: Mm-mm.
1: No, I think that that's like the universal standard.
0: You mean every 2 weeks? That kind of uh, yeah. biweekly? I think every I, think I never know cuz biweekly could also mean twice, twice a, week. a week. It's I hate really that. annoying. There should be a
1: difference between what? biweekly, twice a week versus biweekly <laughs> twice a month. Uh, it makes all the difference. But it could be bi-monthly. But people say biweekly meaning Twice a month. But they also they? mean it for twice a week. No, I know. I know. It's so dumb. And by monthly, couldn't that be every other month? <laughs> I think so. I think so.
0: I hate it. Anyways, um, I clean them weekly because I'm a sweaty
1: sleeper. I clean my pillowcases bi weekly, not weekly. Mm. Well. <coughs> <coughs> excuse me. You're nasty. I don't think that's nasty. I think that's the norm. Okay. I think you're nasty and that's why your pillowcase needs to be washed more frequently here. That is correct. Yeah. Um, Okay, question though. Yes. How often do you wash your bongs?
0: So I don't really like consume slash use that much glass. Okay. But I don't like having dirty glass in my house.
1: So for example, let's say you are using a bong for one bowl a day. Or one, like, quick little dab sesh. Let's say maybe five dabs in one sesh. A day. A day. Okay. How frequently would you need to wash your glass?
0: Again, weekly.
1: I agree weekly.
0: Like... I think biweekly, weekly meaning multiple times <laughs> in one week. <laughs> yeah, I think obviously depending on how... If it is in a state of dirtiness it it should be cleaned but if not even if it doesn't look that dirty you should still be doing it weekly because getting pneumonia from glass and any sort of pulmonary infections has that happened to you it happened to my one of my friends yeah like it's very real was it confirmed from glass i don't know if it was confirmed from glass but she was
1: definitely ripping my dirty ass bong in college and it was gross and she got pneumonia i had pneumonia constantly in college and then i also think like i had No, I really had pneumonia bad, and I also had mono bad. But I was always hitting this same like nasty little pipe that I threw in my purse after I hit it. It could be that. I would just literally, this was before like the era where we have these awesome little silicone things that like cover our ends on glass and you can like toss it in your bag or whatever. And I was literally just taking this bowl, would hit it, throw it in my bag. It was probably still on fire, like as I'm like putting it in my bag. (laughs) My friend always used to make fun of me in in college for that Yeah
0: Um okay I have to talk to you about something extremely important What And I feel like you agree with me as well But Why the fuck Is everybody on a tea break
1: Everyone Is on a tea break it, I don't think we can smoke with anyone right now We're the only people not on a tea break What happened And I got to say something as well. I'm not going to be on a tea break in the future either. What do you mean? God willing. Like ever in your life? Probably not. Honestly, I don't plan it. I don't plan to.
0: It's nice to like take a break, do a tea break, stuff like that. But like, I don't believe in it. I feel like there's this whole trend right now of just like. It's all about
1: the tea break right now.
0: I just don't understand is it feels like people think weed is bad.
1: I think that's what tea break culture encourages. I think that it is a form of river madness. Yeah. I think if we that, want to take it
0: there. I think the tea break kind of narrative is almost a restigmatization. I think it's important, obviously, to monitor your consumption and you shouldn't ever To mindfully be, consume. Yeah, mindfully consume. You shouldn't ever be consuming anything. You should be consuming coffee, french fries everything television. should be moderate yeah like it's not a weed specific thing i think we are a, co- a society that overconsumes everything so it's good to like you know take a week to maybe limit yourself to at night or like maybe no edibles no dabs like rethink stuff but i also think there's an aspect of the tea break that's overlooked where it's like
1: I don't know if I, it's healthy for me to be. I don't think so either. And I don't think that tea break language is necessarily intended for like at uh, medical patients who like rely on cannabis for certain things. Exactly. Obviously. So it's not like, not to misconstrue the content as being, you know, for medical patients. It's, I think, more of a overconsumption thing for uh, people who.
0: Adult use market. Yeah, adult use market. I will say, <clears throat> I agree, like, for example, like, right now we're smoking blends because Sarah's in L.A. and it's, like, a celebration time. But that, I think, is something that needs to be phased out. The The combination of tobacco and cannabis is not medicinal.
1: You're you're sounding like Michael Bloomberg right now. Yeah. You sound, yeah.
0: No, <laughs> you sound I, like
1: Mike Bloomberg banning the sodas. I'm
0: extremely addicted to nicotine and have been smoking cigarettes for a long time and vape a lot um so like i feel like i come from a place where i just know that it's not medicinal the same way as just purely cannabis yeah like dry herb vaping like i think that yes if you are somebody who smokes like 20 blends a day it's important to you know Take a little break once in a while. Consider moderation. Get some sea moss, you know, clear out the lungs. Do some steams Um, with oregano oil. But this like new trend of tea break, especially within the cannabis content creator community. I'm seeing like a lot in Oregon and shit. And I'm like, wait, so did you not like any of this?
1: Like, no, it's it's real. That's very real. That's what I'm saying. I feel like it's like a way for people. You know, maybe it's the parts of these like creators that like is still being still feeling guilty about consumption yeah i feel like it's like probably guilt-based you know what i'm saying it's like feeling like oh this whole time everything that i'm doing is bad so i'm doing it less and it's like i don't know maybe during your tea breaks you realize all of the good things that cannabis does for you exactly I think that's what we're trying to make an argument for is that like during tea breaks instead of just being mindful of all of the things that not smoking cannabis is good for start it's important for us to discuss and talk about all of the things you realize that it does for you
0: exactly because I will say it is nice to take breaks and I really support my friends who are going through these tea break journeys because I think it is important to Taking a break of anything mm-hmm. helps you reevaluate how much you like something, like a person, a place, exactly. food. It is important to kind of like create the absence to figure out what you want. And <coughs> one of our friends, Danielle's <coughs> journey is really cool to watch because I think she's doing like and her platform in general has always been about intentional consumption. Exactly. And so it is cool to see her. Develop like her different types of content <coughs> and like different types of practices and meditation on tea break, not on tea break.
1: <coughs> and I, I like Danielle's content because she also <coughs> she's going through like a grieving process yes. right now, and she was really transparent about how through her grief she had been on a tea break, and as um she lost a family member that was really close to her, um. She <coughs> relied on cannabis and broke her tea break. And I think that that's really beautiful because it showed that, like, again, it's not a bad thing to give in to cannabis no. or to, like, stop your tea break or to change your consumption because that's mindfulness, too. You're being mindful that you need the extra support. And you need healing right you now. You need some healing. You're and a little
0: broken. You need to yeah. heal the soul.
1: Exactly. So stay tuned watch this space about tea breaks
0: yeah but i i do definitely think there is i'm seeing like a lot on tiktok especially about like 21 days off of the addiction of thc yeah and i'm like is somebody paying you to
1: make this kind of yeah, content it seems like lobbyists yeah right? i'm like
0: in the midwest is there like a huge like
1: i wonder if like know? dare is still pushing that so in the agenda i think are that, they?
0: that that has been kind of scary to watch and i don't love that
1: burn your dare shirts <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but um yeah again it is what it is but for example
0: tea breaks are i've seen a lot of people say that they like break their tea break especially during their periods the medical. And use. I think that that medical is also super use. important. And something that, like, I wish at a younger age, cannabis and plant wellness were promoted as better self care menstrual rituals mm-hmm. instead of like just shoveling MIDAL down my throat.
1: MIDAL or worse, like, there are doctors that still prescribe opiates for exactly. pain management. Like, what? And so,
0: what is your uh, cannabis? ritual when uh it's your special time of the month it's nothing
1: it's nothing but dabbing around the clock and taking edibles before bed or if it's really bad taking an edible during the work day low dose like as low as I can go like I try to go literally a milligram at a time until I reach a point where I'm like the pain has subsided and I'm not too high
0: do you do what kind of edibles do you like sweet savory or like just tincture
1: yeah like it doesn't matter it's kind of like whatever if like i'm hungry and i Mm haven't like let's say i haven't made breakfast and i know i need to like eat something and i have like infused oil i'll just make an egg and put it in the oil you know what i'm saying or because i'm like most of my edibles are diy yeah um Or I'll make a capsule if I'm, like, super nauseous and don't want to eat anything. And, like, you know, I'll just throw some, like, activated weed inside of a vegetarian capsule and, like, pop it. Or I'll take some hash rosin and just put it in the capsule. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, once it's, like, activated. But, yeah. You know what I would say is, like, a kind of a hack? What? Um all of you know like if you're using an e-rig
0: mm-hmm.
1: how there's some like leftover resin that you like would not like smoke. The, reclaim? the reclaim yeah take your reclaim and this yeah. is like if you're using like a pretty clean pretty clean device and mm-hmm. piece of glass like don't do this if it's nasty yeah but like i clean my glass that i'm dabbing out of all the time i would say like every two to three days okay that's how often i'm doing it So I'd say if it's day one and I take a bunch of dabs and I'm in a lot of pain, I'll just take that reclaim because it's technically been heated already and like slightly activated. So it's like it goes through like a kind of immediate decarboxylation process. Yeah. You could just put that reclaim in a capsule and take it and you have an edible. That's cool. Basically a free edible.
0: I will say I struggle with edibles on my period because I get really nauseous Mm -hmm. and like my everything in the stomach situation just kind of sucks, especially if it's like sweet edibles. I really can't do like candy on my period. Um, I do (coughs) love like a good tincture, Mm -hmm. like a good like I'm not normally a CBD bitch. (coughs) You know this. Yeah. But a good ratio tincture is my favorite like a one-to-one even a two-to-one i feel like is two-to-one really, cbd to thc yeah, yeah like lesser wow. thc more cbd i feel like that re- feels really good especially if it's just a sublingual tincture or like a pro tab Yep, like you're not even tasting it i love that and then i couldn't agree more about the dabs I feel yeah. like, again, because I get nauseous and I get really bad migraines and vertigo. It's like
1: instant relief. Yeah, like with the, the flower sometimes
0: is actually too, like the burning is too fragrant. Like if I was outside, I it'd get be headaches different. during
1: my period. But I'm like, I
0: can't be like nauseous in the house with all the smoke. Totally agree. And so a quick dab... Love that can just be, especially if it's like so nice as
1: extracts, which like, that's I, a, it's a good time to indulge. You I'm, know, to I'm treat surrounded yourself.
0: by a lot of uh, connoisseurs of uh, the oils, so it's really cool because I'm blessed with the best no
1: it's awesome for sure i like that's definitely what keeps me and alive that is
0: really that's when you're like this is medicine
1: a hundred percent when you take I a believe dab, cannabis is medicine more than ever on my period it's yeah. like every month it's a new revelation yeah i'm like thank you god that i don't feel like this every single day and to like the folks that are medical users for other things like god bless you like we know that this shit is real um yeah so It's been a while since I've had a meet-cute. Okay. And by a while, I mean, has it ever happened? I was thinking about the topic of meet-cutes, and we were talking about a meet-cute that one of our producers has. Yeah. Had in the past. And it was a very long time ago, I guess, maybe 10 years. And he said that he met somebody on a plane, and then they continued the date after they landed at the airport and got a meal together. And I thought that was so damn cute. That is
0: very cute and something I would never do. How do are you know kidding me? How do you know unless I'm the vibes so were
1: uncomfortable? I think with me cute, the vibes are so cute and mysterious that like you have to continue. you the vibes are like literally organic at I, that point
0: i will say while we were talking and stuff like that i did finally think of a meet cute. and I don't what know was your latest meet cute? it's not late at, latest at all this is back in the new york days but i was working for an art magazine back in the day mm-hmm. and i was working a the new york art book fair okay at ps1 which is really fun if anybody
1: wants to go Is a moma yeah PS1?
0: yeah in september i think okay fine and it's really cute and i was working the booth is the
1: branding like red and white for that i think so i feel it's like printed it did matter so
0: i think it's red and white okay um like the company um and i was working the booth you know feeling like little art hoe that i was and this guy who's like so attractive comes up to the table and he's like oh talk to me about your magazine blah 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 talk about the magazine he buys a copy, whatever, he walks away. We have his email from like the mailing list. He ended up interviewing my boss for something else, whatever. Flash forward, like three, four years after, I'm at a weed party that I'm like co-organizing um, in New York and he's there. And so I went up to him and I was like, hey, this is so weird, but we met like a few years ago. You bought a magazine for me and what's up
1: how did that continue
0: it didn't really continue because i had a boyfriend and i just was like did I you can't... guys
1: ever like follow each other on social media yeah, yeah yeah you did yeah okay so that answers my next question are meet cutes dead
0: yeah kind of because i i feel like you can just reconnect at all times with somebody through social media
1: that's what i'm saying and you can always look someone up and i feel like the only i don't know it's been so crazy like There are some OG people that will disappear from your life and your memories until you see them on social.
0: Yeah, except I have this really bad curse that's I've really only dated people who
1: don't really use social media. That's not a curse. That is a blessing. (laughs) You don't even understand how much of a blessing that is. I
0: know, but like, for example, one of my ex-boyfriends who like, it's probably for the best that he doesn't have social media. And like, maybe he does and I'm blocked and I don't know.
1: That's something hard to grapple with. Yeah, maybe I'm just, realizing on camera that you're blocked. I'm
0: like, you're on
1: the no contact list for I'm his like, new he girlfriend. Doesn't have
0: social media, but like, imagine he's like an influencer. I'm oh just my like blocked. God. No, I think he is actually just not on social media because he he didn't really have social at the time of our dating either. But I'm just I so curious. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I want to know what you're up to, and I know I should not be. That information should not be available to me.
1: I have a question. If you are dating someone, what is the worst, the worst social media platform that they could be popular on? (laughs) Easy. Snapchat. Yo,
0: that was a 10 out of 10 answer. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if your man or person is popular on Snapchat... They are either a drug dealer or a pedophile.
1: Or a cheating pedophile drug dealer.
0: Yeah, none
1: of them are mutually exclusive. Yep. Good. I was going to say second, what's number two for you? I have an answer. Yeah, you go. Twitter. No. No, because until you date a guy who has some sort of Twitter clout, You can't tell me that there's not, that's not the worst type of social media trauma to have. I've been there. Either jokes, especially if they're, they think they're funny. And I say they think they're funny Mm -hmm. because they're never funny. (laughs) I hate funny guys. They're the worst.
0: What would you say is the platform that like is the hottest for somebody to be the most viral on?
1: LinkedIn
0: Yeah I was gonna say if somebody is Viral on LinkedIn I can't
1: You can't that's I'm cringe like, to you You're
0: just part of this like circle jerk Like everybody's just like It is quite the circle you're like, jerk oh, Congratulations you're at this company Oh, and, no, I'm, like, and I'm launching this product
1: Congratulations But I'm not saying like it's sexy to be Like a thought leader on there Oh, It's sexy to have LinkedIn clout Yeah but you have to be not mutually exclusive oh you're saying just
0: be a famous for real
1: person so you're just like who's like just doing shit in your career and and people are are just posting about you you. yeah
0: i guess that would be the coolest type of clout i would say reddit for me if you're
1: if you're hot on reddit like there's only incels on reddit reddit is just the 4chan that currently exists i disagree (laughs) If you're big
0: on Reddit and you're big on, I don't even know between
1: TikTok and Instagram. I think TikTok is like a little still, it still has that element of privacy. Like Instagram feels like Facebook nowadays. Instagram. Like my, my friend's parents shouldn't be able to find me.
0: Instagram is to Gen Z what
1: Facebook was to the millennials. Exactly. Exactly. It is like boomery. It's, it's boomery. M- it's m- I can't even say boomery as the insult it's anymore. Millennially. It's millennial. No, it's chuggy. It's chuggy. It is a true chug. If you're to- big
0: on Instagram, you're chuggy. <laughs> you're chuggy. <laughs> I, uh, I think that's absolutely correct. Right? But I definitely don't think I could ever date somebody who's TikTok famous.
1: I think I could, but I want our relationship to be private. Oh, I was going to say the opposite. I don't want to be a TikTok couple. If you're TikTok couple, famous, I'll kill you better myself. be
0: making 70% content about me. Not me acting in it. It just needs to be about me. Fam- Some way or another. Family
1: content makes me cringe so really? hard. Relationship con- Couple
0: content? I'm not saying like couple content. I'm saying like funny content. Featuring- inspired by our funny situations. <laughs> She's like,
1: I'm so chill. (laughs) I'm extremely chill. (laughs) On that note, thanks for watching Not For Nothing. We'll be back every Tuesday with a new episode. Follow, subscribe, and give us a like. We love you. Goodbye next week.